the After Horror Podcast with me, Paul. Me, Mike. Me, Chris. That was really casual, Paul. It was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was almost like we'd done that before. Almost like this is the <laughs> second take. Damn it. And me, Dan. Right, what's up, guys? What have you been doing? Not a lot. I've been ill. I've been so ill. I've been on death's door. I've cancelled almost every lesson, every I th- gig. I thought you going to say you had cancelled. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> oh, got a bit of cancer. Uh, you know, <laughs> Starting straight in deep. <laughs> Damn. Now, how are you? I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. Is how I am. Uh, no, I just I just had like horrible man flu, and I'm like just just about played a gig last night and felt sort of okay, and then woke up this morning did a bit of a cry, and now I'm here. I'm not surprised. That is the thing. Man flu is the worst ever. Oh, People like these women say like, "Ooh, it doesn't exist." Blah blah. It does. It really does. It's so bad. Speak for yourself. What? I'm tough as balls, me mate. <laughs> How tough and balls? I don't, get, I don't get that shit. I get minor colds and get on with my day. Oh, I hope you come down with something stinking in the next few weeks. Thank you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he starts at this point, you're like, "Hi, I'm Paul." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're right there, man. <laughs> I did say to you earlier that I was starting to feel a bit funny. Yeah, good. Good. <laughs> but it's just a small cold. I'll just get on with my day. <laughs> <laughs> now, I normally do. This was this was a bad one. This was a bad one. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, yeah. you've had a great week then. Yeah, I played a lot of games, but this isn't a games podcast, so I can't really talk about it. <laughs> Not unless it's a horror game. You can then. Uh, I played some more Friday the 13th. Oh, that's, that's good. That was cool. Um... Yeah, it's 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 now got to the point where people are teaming up, and then if if someone's Jason, one of the counselors will help him. So they're like standing doorways right. and shit. So like they, so the other counselors can't escape with while Jason's in the house. That's funny, and it's well, it's not. It's just Fuck well, people. it's well annoying because you're like, oh, okay, you're just going to point out where we all are and where we're hiding. Brilliant, thanks. Excellent Glad stuff. you're here. Um, that's <laughs> yeah. the only game that really. It does appeal to me. I'm not a gamer. You should play Dead by Daylight is the better version of that game. Is it? But but it's got Jason in it. Yeah, I know. But but the Dead by the Dead by Daylight killers are all kind of varied and different, and they're more they're more interesting. I was just watching Dan so carefully trying to put his coffee cup down next to the microphone. That's because yesterday, not yesterday, last time we called, I kept banging the table, and then I actually heard it. Oh, really? I I hadn't noticed. Yeah. That's, that's that's a good little Easter egg for anyone uh, <laughs> yeah. for anyone like checking it out. Speaking of Easter eggs, the film that we did this week is full of them. It is full of them. Yeah. What was the film? It's full of something, mate. <laughs> <laughs> mate, if you don't like this film, I think we're done as colleagues. Quite frankly. Yeah. So what we're doing is Stanley Kubrick's 1980, The Shining. How much did it? What do we normally do? I'm, I'm a bit. What's the budget? And what did it do at the box office? Oh, I didn't write the budget. <laughs> <laughs> didn't write the budget. Paul! <laughs> Mr. Bloody yeah, Detail. Yeah, let's notes over there. <laughs> yeah. no, I didn't do that either. He's taken the time to print it out, but didn't bother. Like, I, I'm getting it out there. I didn't like the film at all. So you I don't... didn't accidentally watch the miniseries, did you? No. I, I watched the, the atrocious thing that is the film. Fucking hell, Dan. <laughs> Honestly, mate. You're wrong. It's as simple as that. No, I'm right. No, and, you're not. And some of our Instagram followers also agree with me. Spoiler <laughs> alert. One Instagram. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're in with 25% of the podcast uh, production team. So The best looking one. The budget was 19 million and it made 44.4 million in the box office. Nice. Yeah, I reckon probably 19 million. Half of that was in reshoots. Yeah. 
Oh, blood. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> just that elevator scene. Yeah. Uh, Three takes that took. Amazing. Yeah. It took nine days to set up each take. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, while we're talking about it, then, what the fucking, what was the point in that scene? What did it represent? Okay, so someone, <laughs> someone's struggling to I'm think about to the film. I'm starting to see why you didn't like yeah, the film. Yeah, exactly. You didn't get it. <laughs> no, no, I did not get it at all. You didn't get it? No, there was some bits I got. No, I didn't get it. It's a stupid-ass film. Let me it's not stupid. It. It's let me, not stupid. Let me explain it to you in the simplest terms possible. Jack. Let's, Jack. <laughs> desperately wanted to do Broadway shows, right? But he couldn't do it. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Because you're a smirk. <laughs> I nearly fell for that then. <laughs> he was just a small town girl. Living in a lonely world. He yeah. took the midnight train going anywhere. No, so shall we... Oh, obviously, spoilers. Shall we go around the table and say what we thought the film was about and kind of see what our interpretation yeah. of that is? Yeah, let's do that. You and go, then you go first. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So oh, really? Just stick the one who speaks the longest on first. Yeah, yeah. we we'll get him out of the way. Well, this, this film, this, this film I, I've tried quite desperately throughout this podcast to not come across as a wanky <laughs> film student. <laughs> Today, I'm going to come across as a wanky film student. You just got to fucking put up with it. Um, I think, given the context clues and the repetition and the sit and the, and the images and the way that the um, the signposting throughout the movie, I think this is a film about uh, a gen- um, racial genocide and how the how American history, particularly, continually repeats itself. So they'll, they'll, a terrible tragedy will happen where a race will nearly get right, wiped out, or a race will be subjugated, or a race will be you know attacked upon. Um, and then it kind of dies down for a bit and then it repeats itself. And basically it's a, it's a commentary on how um, America doesn't learn its lesson. How the fuck did you come up with that? Okay. Like, seriously, are you one of these guys that looks at a splatter painting and goes, oh, I can see fucking trees and art. And, and no, something it's weird. I, whenever I look <laughs> it's because he's full of pollocks. Hey, <laughs> hey, nice. Uh, no, when I look at a Rorschach painting, I just see my dad leaving. I don't understand <laughs> what it's about. Um, yeah, no, no, so so the film, the film they talk about themes of um, there being an ancient Indi- Indian burial ground. People were attacking them as they were building the hotel. Um, obviously, it's quite well known that when um, Christopher Columbus and his lot all, you know, fa- founded America. I say that with air quotes. Uh, they murdered a lot of the Indian, the indigenous so population. Most of the states is built on top of yeah, well, absolutely that yeah. sort of thing. So, so, so there is constant um, um, indigenous imagery throughout. The Indian uh, artwork is splattered all over the walls, and there's a really interesting uh, scene. I'm going to have to pull up what I wrote. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a, um, a a type of baking soda called I think it's Camulet. I could be wrong. Uh, it, it's, it might be spelt differently, or camula, or something like that. Uh, but it's um, it's it's uh, the indigenous word for a peace pipe. And when you first see it, you see it with um, what's his uh, what's his fucking name? Holleran. Yeah, Holleran. Yeah, you see you see it next to him. And the thing is, Kubrick Kubrick's really big on the imagery, as I'm sure you're aware. Like he, there's nothing that he puts in a scene that he hasn't deliberately put there. There's nothing that's set dressing. Everything means something. Right? I think that's half my problem with it. Some of it is so unnecessary. No, it's not. The man had a 200 IQ, so unfortunately, I, I think it's a case of just not getting it. And, and mean, I, I was the same until I started like really kind of looking into it. What you had a 200 IQ? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Camulet peace pipe, you, you see it, and it kind of it's represent it's representative of, um, of of peace. It's obviously it's a peace pipe, peace between two different races. Then um, 
you see you see it again when Jack's in the he gets locked into that room and he's kind of finally deciding to kill his family and that's kind of um but you can never see the word properly it's all fragmented um and that kind of represents how this piece has now been broken there's loads of this uh, like i said there's loads of this kind of in your not i'm trying to be as quick as i can so <laughs> i'm trying to like go for it but there's the first time you see the twins you see them at a threshold. Now, thresholds are really important in Kubrick's films. Uh, whenever there's a doorway or any kind of passage from one place to another, he's really big on like thresholds. And there's there's a bit where the twins the twins are at the doorway. Now, on the inside of that room, you've got a cowboy poster, and you've got like a ski lodge poster. It's like a mo- they're both modern things, modern things that came to America after the um, colonization. In the background, in the in the room that's sort of adjacent to that, so the room that's sort of on the other side, there's some more um, American Indian art, uh, kind of showing that like these this these twins that represent this cycle of violence have moved from the um, from. I, I don't know if I'm saying the right thing here when I say Indian. I hope you all understand. If I say Indigenous people, you understand. I'm not trying to cause offence or anyone. I just don't know. I don't know what the politically correct term is, but um, they appear in the doorway and they travel through and it's kind of like this violent cycle just repeats and it gets rid of the old and, and brings in the new. Um, there's also a lot of stuff about Nazi Germany and obviously they tried to extinguish a race, an entire race of people as well. Um, the the typewriter is um, Adler, which is German for eagle and eagle was the re- the representation of the Nazi party. Um, there's loads of other weird Nazi imagery as well. It's also um, the American flag, the eagle as well. Well, so. I mean, we could we could look into that. What we, <laughs> yeah, we could look into that. What we uh, what we what we will. Um, there's also um, weird piles of um, of suitcases that is reminiscent of imagery of the Holocaust. Um, there was there's a famous image from. From um, during the Holocaust, um, of everyone's uh, basically, they all came with suitcases, and there's all these suitcases kind of piled up on top of each other, just left out in the world after the Jews were were unfortunately uh, killed. Um, Jack mentions um, about the whiskey uh, that it's a white man's burden, but it's really out of context, and the white man's burden is white guilt, that of killing another race. And then my theory. Is that that's it's most up to that that cycle of violence is most up to date when we've got Halloran um, deciding to <coughs> come and find Danny. We see him in a hotel room. He's obviously he's not in the hotel. He's in his own. He's in his own place. But then you've got him. He's laying down in the bed and he's looking kind of resolute. And then we see a powerful image of a an, a nude black woman, and she's in like traditional sort of garb. And then the one there's one behind him as well, another naked black woman, and she's in the kind of the more the more seventies sort of vibe. I, yeah, I spotted both those. And these are images of of object objectification and oppression. And him being in that setting is like is is representative of like he's he's being oppressed much like the black people uh, the people of color black people were um, in the you know in the seventies to you know the eighties was kind of that turning point. This film is set in nineteen eighty, so he goes against that, and I th- I think I think the film is kind of rep- the way that he gets killed and why he gets killed, and then we see the rivers of blood again. Um, is representative of the constant cycle of violence and oppression to anyone who isn't who isn't uh, let's say white, but really anyone who who opposes the American ideal. Damn son, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah, and I haven't seen anyone mention the stuff about Halloran 
before. So I don't know. I, I, I'm probably not the first person to mention. Mike is the brain of the podcast. <laughs> no, in, I'm in just. In case a, you hadn't got that, I'm just a wanky <laughs> film student. But I like. I don't. I don't talk about it a lot because because I feel like people fucking switch off. But yeah, there's there's a there's a thousand other like little things. But again, like I said, everything that that Kubrick does it's put there on purpose or it's taken away on purpose. There's scenes that don't make sense. There's continuity errors. Although Carlos is going to have a fucking field day. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless Carlos didn't notice anything because he was too busy hating on the film. Carlos, uh, I think we're going to... Um, we, we've fallen out. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to be taking the slot of continuity. Thank God for that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. I, I, I pretty much brought it up. And I said, look, you can't come into you know this group Start shooting off your l- guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your lasers. That was brilliant. <laughs> shooting your guns off and getting all up in people's faces and yeah. not even like having a good Mexican accent. So yeah, or one at all, or one at all. I did ask Barry to be on the podcast this week, but he fell asleep during the Shining, so good. I done fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Um, Maybe someone else should have fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, I think we should give Carlos a rest for a couple of weeks and then maybe invite him on and see if he can behave himself. I, th- I think so. So for, the, the meantime, like, for, for this time, um, I'm happy to take the slot. But yeah. at the same time, it's a difficult film because, like you said, stuff's added and taken away, moved. Like yeah. the, the imagery is changed for a reason and it might not be representative of what you saw the first time. Sorry. So the, the content, I- like I, I went on IMDb. I was like... I. I can't get my head around this. So what have the other people spotted? Yeah. 44 continuity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're intentional. They're intentional. They're there to fuck with you. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, this it's kind of moot to be able to turn around and say, oh, what well, the continuity errors, because are they continuity or they're intentional? Yeah. Like, no, there they, is they, no... They're 100% intentional. And just to go back, I'm just reading, rereading my notes. Uh, the poster of the ski, ski person says monarch underneath it as well. So like, literally it's saying like kings have come here and they have... And they have taken dominion over over an oppressed minority. Kubrick also gives us the solution to the problem of of the endless cycle, and he shows us that through Danny. What does Danny do at the end to escape Jack? Don't know, Mister Thomas. <laughs> he um he he literally retraces his steps. Ah, ah yeah, clever little sod. Yeah. yeah. Um, and h- to hide his footprints, and then moves oh, away. Oh, yeah, that- and then moves away <laughs> from the path. That's literally, in my opinion, that's literally Kubrick saying, if we, if we, if we fucking study the history of why things got to the way they did and deviate from that path, then we can avoid this sort of thing being an endless cycle. Yeah, but that's one of the things for the continuity thing. Like, he can't cover his footsteps like that. It was like fresh fallen snow had come again. So he'd step back. Tried to rub it out. It had only just made a bigger hole or whatever, in the, the, and then apparently it disappeared. Superman can't fly, dude. It's a film. <laughs> yes, he can. No, he can't. No, you're right. He can't. He can jump tall buildings or leap tall buildings. So it, it comes across as flying. That didn't come across as him hiding his tracks. <laughs> come across as him making a big fucking mess, and then all of a sudden he was gone. I, di- I didn't like this film. It wasn't realistic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's that's my theory. Does someone else want to... Chris? Wow. Well, I can't compete with that. You can. That You've got awesome. a novel. I can uh, see it. Mine's <laughs> just trivia and stuff like that. Uh, I, 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 I didn't go... Uh, <laughs> 
didn't find anything like that. But more about the isolation and, and the disengagement of being shut off. Yeah, that, that opening shot establishes that yeah. beautifully as well. Yeah, and, uh, it's got a real um, as above, so below kind of motif as well because you've got this reflect obviously Kubrick's yeah. obsessed with reflection doesn't mean the film as above so no 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 so the idea of the idea of what is reflected in the world above is 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 um what's the word homaged or yeah um yeah maybe is copied in the the supernatural world the world below and again it's just another um uh, bolster to the theory of like you've got this endlessly repeating cycle. Sorry, yeah. Chris. Yeah, I mean, and I think I mean there's undercurrents of uh, possible sexual abuse in it. I think all the way through it. There's, That's what there's a reference um, when Jack's first in the lobby of the hotel. There's a there's a, a Playgirl magazine that, yeah. that he's reading, and that and that uh, issue uh, has a, an article in the front about incest, and the common common theory being that uh, he's implying Danny may have experienced sexual abuse at some point. Yeah, or maybe Jack. That. Yeah. experience sexual abuse i really yeah. dislike that because- there's a weird there's a, there's some weird sexual undercurrents it's, it's what i was talking to paul about in the car ride up here there's literally a scene and, and i'm not taking the credit for this this is on a documentary i watched where they break down jack meeting mr allman for the first time frame by frame and at the moment that mr allman says um really nice to see you it's so dumb but it's plain as day when you see it he stood in front of his out tray and the out tray is the same colour as his trousers and it legit looks like he's got a boner when he's going to shake Jack's hand. And he's like, it's nice to see you. Wow. And uh, yeah, after the Playgirl thing, it's just, yeah, there's just lots of weird, like weird sexual imagery. And it might be put in there as a joke, but um, there's, there's a lot about kind of sex being used as a trap. I don't think Stanley Kubrick has much of a sense of humour. Do you not? No, I've uh, I've read a book. I think he's a wacky written, chap. It was written by his assistant. Right. And no, I don't think Kubrick had a sense of humour. All oh, right, okay. So maybe he meant it. You know, Probably or maybe did. it's just a weird coincidence. But I I just can't take anything in a Kubrick film, any any Kubrick film, as a coincidence because I think he's very much an every frame of painting sort of guy. Yeah. As I said to you earlier, like this film as well. It, it really, really showcases his love of symmetry yeah. more than any other film. Like every shot is so nicely framed. Yeah, like down long corridors and oh, stuff. Dan, can you at least admit that the film was beautiful? Yes. Okay. Cool. So I, I think Jack Nicholson's acting was superb. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a great job in that. You know, they took away, uh, they made him eat cheese sandwiches for two weeks straight. Why? What, to Just to get look- him in a mood. Because <laughs> he doesn't yeah. like cheese sandwiches. I right. think it would have been better if they just took his cocaine away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, very beautiful. Things like the carpet. So um, when they, they pan in and Danny's playing with the cars and he's... Stanley. Danny. Danny. I said he, Danny. Said, he said Danny. Oh, he did, did say Danny, yeah. Oh, fuck, sorry. <laughs> Danny's playing with his cars and he's using the, the things as a, a a road and then as it pans out. Like, there are some gorgeous shots. Yeah, it's... Um... There's another thing. Sorry, I'm going right. to do this for the... Uh, I, I, I really... I, I said to Paul in the car, like, this is one of those films that totally set me off thinking and it's just a hundred little examples of like really clever shit in the film so when he's playing with the cars and the ball reaches him you notice that uh, the carpet is facing away from him there's like a path towards somewhere else we don't know where that ball has come from but then when he stands up the carpet's reversed closing off the path oh my god it's like yeah like seriously there's so much weird shit like that in there what happened to just watching a film and having a re- like Lord of the Rings and stuff like where it's just a 
fucking good story and you're, <laughs> you're drawn in. I don't. Want yeah, but if you're that, if you're like a real Tolkien fan, there's there, Peter Jackson's put loads of like random little bits where you go, oh fucking hell, it's him from that, or that's a that's a reference to the Silmarils, and that's that. Bad example, but bad example. But I just want to watch a film for the film, the story, and unfortunately, it's the story that pissed me off the most. <laughs> I think you should watch um, Room Two Three Seven. And if we've got time after this podcast, we should watch it together. Because we won't have. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Sodgy> then. <laughs> I, do you know what? I'd happily entertain that. Maybe it might open my eyes up to a bit more of the film. But... There's a lot of gumph. Like they, they, oh, they, God. they admit that they, they think that um, Kubrick faked the moon landings, and you're like, oh yeah, for fuck's sake. Yeah. But um, there's some really interesting theories in there. But in all fa- like, uh, to be honest, Kubrick's not my favourite because I fucking detest my, Yeah, I'm right with you on that one. I fucking yeah, hate that film. Really? Oh, I love that movie. I was no. talking about this on a Facebook group last night, funnily enough. I hate that film. It's- um, incidentally, uh, Clockwork Orange was shot by the same cinematographer, John Alcott. Yeah, you can who tell. Who also shot 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah, I don't, I don't get on with that. I've not seen it. I bought the Blu-ray when it was released recently. Yeah, I've, I've seen it in bits. I don't think I've ever sat down it. and watched it back to back, and I really want to because it's a film I want to like. But I've got this horrible feeling it's going to be another. You like one. Full Metal Jacket, though, right? Yes. Oh yes, that is that is how a film should be Thank done. God. <laughs> right. Anyway, we all detracted from Chris's interpretation of the film. Sorry, <laughs> well, that, was pretty, that was pretty much done. To be fair, um, most of the stuff I've got is just. Uh, just the trivia and stuff about it, and a lot about the filming of it, uh, the, the, the way that Kubrick really wound them up. Um, yeah. Shelley Duvall was she had a hard time. Bullied. She was really, yeah, she was. Yeah, he told the rest of the crew and cast not to sympathize with her, yeah. not to give her any kind of help or aid or anything. Yeah, a lot of the tears in the film are genuine tears. Yeah. Although and she had to carry a water bottle at she's one point. Fucking she was so, well, her she is infuriating. She is infuriating. She's infuriating because I don't know if she's hot or not. She's not. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't work it out. Oh, she's not. Because in some scenes, I'm like, mm. and no. then I had to look her up, and she was she was olive oil in the Popeye. Film. Yeah, which tells I think you that's probably everything why I was a bit like, you need to know. <laughs> One thing I did get from her, she doesn't know how to hold a baseball bat. No, no, no. no, no. She doesn't no. know how to do anything. Like, never has the word pathetic been more appropriate. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. I'm, oh. I'm, and I'm with you on the that. The bit where she walks in on Jack and interrupts him writing. Oh, that it, scene pissed me off. It, it pissed me off because she pissed me off, not him. If you were sitting down writing and that moron came in <laughs> and just stood next to you talking inanely about the snow. It might snow later, Jack. <laughs> I would blow my fucking top too. So if your wife, of course, Wendy. <laughs> so if you're That's sitting there, yeah. if you're sitting there writing something, and your lovely wife was to come down and be like, "Oh, I've, I've heard it's gonna it's gonna snow later," you'd fucking blow your lid like that. My wife wouldn't do that because she's a respectful person. <laughs> She's not an idiot. But also, she's not locked in here with you for five months. It was like a month in. No, three years. <laughs> she's, allowed, she's allowed to leave the house. No. No, she's not. That's what you think. Also, how long did it take her to work out a simple chain latch on a freezing <laughs> fucking long? She's pathetic. She's not in the book, incidentally. She's not pathetic in the book. There's an, there's an interesting thing about how the... Um, how it verges you know um, when Jack's first driving uh, through you see a car's been hit Mm. well the car is a red whatever 
and he's driving a yellow whatever oh, in the book. Beetle. Beetle. In the book, it was a red beetle that he That's was driving, right. yeah. and it's basically Hubert just going, "Fuck you, this is my film." Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. speaking of which, when they did the miniseries a couple of years later, yeah, um, Stephen King had to get Stanley Kubrick's permission oh. because he owned the rights. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That's mad. Yeah. Apparently, Kubrick didn't even read. Uh, King screenplay. Nah. <laughs> that, that little respect for it. It was just thing. like, I'll fuck that right yeah. off. Yeah. I like the idea of uh, a hotel in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> um, a little bit of telepathy, telep- 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 and. <laughs> what about a sea anemone? Yes. Sea <laughs> anemone. Best full metal jacket. Telepathy, <laughs> sorry. And uh, that's a. That I, think you're quite, you. I think you're a little bit telepathetic. I really liked how it bucked a lot of the horror trends, apart from that random scene where Wendy like runs into the room of all the cobweb. Because <laughs> yeah. you don't hear like the no- the soundscape of the film is really interesting. The first thing I noticed, you don't hear footsteps. No, it's proper doom laden, even when yeah. regular normal things are going on. With, too. With, when um, Danny's going across the carpet oh, from the carpet. Oh, yeah, that fuck me. That, that was, I liked. That was phenomenal. Man, I if, in his position, Jack, that, that, would, that would annoy the crap. Well, yeah. It almost is. <laughs> it's almost. Well, it's almost making like the Jaws theme. That kind of is, eh? Duh. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. Duh. <laughs> Duh. I saw this yeah. at the cinema a few years ago. Yeah. Um. And that scene. Like, sitting back in the cinema, I was quite near the front. Yeah. And it was fucking mesmerising, watching that thing go round yeah. and round. I, I, how did they get... How did they, do you know how they got the shot? No, I've Was it just a cameraman on another big wheel? <laughs> <And> that, <that's, laughs> I literally put that in my notes. Like, I feel sorry for the cameraman constantly Actually, chasing that guy around. There's such great camera work. You know where Jack yeah. comes out of the gold room after he's... Not had a drink, but thinks he's had a drink. Yeah, yeah. And he's walking up the corridor and, and the steady cam shot. And like when Wendy does it as well, when she comes down and she walks through the whole hotel pretty much and the camera's just in front of her the whole time. It's mm. just such a really skillful camera work. And those three shots with Danny going around the hotel are really interesting. They all revolve around the um, that central room yeah. where, uh, where Jack's right. It doesn't make any sense yeah. at all. Yeah, he does like a weird parallel shift in the, in the, in the last shot. He goes like round a corner and then ends up three floors above. Yeah, because he's only going round in the same circle, turning left every time. Is it right? No. Um, in the second one, he he goes in like a P shape. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But it, do- it doesn't make sense. The hotel doesn't make any sense at all. The film doesn't make any sense. It was all shot in Elstree Studios in Hampshire, uh, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Uh, during which had a fire. There was a fire during the filming. Oh, really? Yeah. They lost loads of stuff in it. They lost two uh, screen sets, uh, two sound stages. Uh, multiple sets cost him two and a half million dollars to, oh, well, to that's, build. that's half the 19 million uh, yeah. that's amazing yeah. because Dan, in that's the not apparently, half oh, damn it you know what I mean <laughs> that's some uh, of the 19 uh, apparently <laughs> there's a famous photo which I've not seen of Kubrick uh, standing in front of the footage of uh, the wreckage laughing um well, because he's such the, a tool. Straight up, well, man. Because in, the, because in the book, yeah. it burns down at the end. So you know, the, the That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. That's really, that's really funny that the, that the hotel would burn down. This is one of the rare uh, instances where the film is actually better than the book, even though it's not the... I mean, there's, there's, many, a, lot of, many there's a lot of Stephen King stuff that's been adapted to film that's oh, they're probably terrible. better than, what, he, than Dude, what he's written. Almost every Stephen King adaptation is shit. Okay. They are. Name a good one. It. No. Which which version? Both. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're wrong. 
<laughs> the miniseries. What's the one he did about the fan that fell in love with him and broke his fucking ankles? That was incredible. Oh, Misery. Yeah. Misery. Yeah, Misery's good. Yeah. yeah. Right. There you go. Misery. Oh, and Stand By Me's great. Exactly. Shut your fucking mouth. But actually, Stand, <laughs> Stand By Me's not, not that close. Um... Yeah, Paul. What's your? What have you? Sorry, have no, you no, 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 no. Are you fucking done? I'm done. Jesus, um, <laughs> you fucking Paul, hypocrite, right. <laughs> guys. Brace yourself for this one because if you think yours was deep and fucking, oh, no, 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 by all means, please. Ready? Here we yeah. go. Right, my personal opinion. Um, every time I've seen it, I've seen it a lot of times. And I always feel like it's really similar to this book by Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not It's not exactly the same. I don't think it's based on it. It's called The Shining. Damn, son. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, do, I just think it's a film. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... How have you watched a film that many times and not tried to draw any sort of comparison? How have you I'm watched not... a film and drawn yeah, the I'm... comparison you did? I'm not you. I'm not a film student. And... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm not wanky about things. <laughs> I think Kubrick did deliberately do things differently. Oh, he did. Just yeah. No, yeah. Look, Mike is a hundred percent right. I'm not saying he's not yeah, no, right. Stephen King literally said in an interview um, about it later. He said, um, "Where I where I went with fire, he went with with ice." He yeah, hates he said, it. He, he, that, he uh, hate, it's not. It's nothing like Stephen how King calls it. Kubrick's film a nice car with no engine. Yeah. That's how he describes it. Even the elevator scene in the book is rusty. Yeah. It's like rusty water. All praise Stephen King. The book is fucking amazing, by the way. If you haven't read it, read it. I've got one book of his I'm trying to read at the minute, The Stand, but it's fucking hard. Because I've got his version, The Uncut. Everybody loves that. Yeah, I've read it. Well, that's it. Like, There's a lot of um, comic book artists that like stand by it, and Um, I'm like, okay, cool, I'll I'll give it a read. It's not his best work. My favourite Stephen King book is It. Yeah. Oh, the books? Yeah. Are you including the child orgy scene at the end? That's rough, man. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> that is rough. I tried the book like on an audio book. Yeah, you didn't go on with it. Oh, no, it jumps about far too much. So, okay, so that's your that's your opinion about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Good. Dan, uh, I mean, you've kind of already given your opinion, but like, what was your, what was your take on the film? He's <laughs> oh. rubbing his face. This is going to be fucking horrible. <laughs> it was pointless. The most pointless film I've watched in a long time. You're going to hate next week's film. <laughs> yeah, you are going to. Well, you're going to literally hate it because I hate it. Have, have we already decided next week's... Cause, so, right, podcast cast listeners, these fuckers went out to lunch. No, no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lunch. It was a production meeting and you were invited. They, they had a production meeting, air quotes, um, and apparently have already done the podcast once and are now just regurgitating it. We have to keep stopping to like listen back to what we said. Oh, that was a good point. Yeah, no, I'll drop yeah. that one back in. That's what Chris's notes were. It's from the, it's the minutes of the earlier meeting. <laughs> They're just regurgitating. Again. Which, we won't uh, tell him who, who the fourth member of the yeah, podcast was. I, we just put Dan in air quotes. I feel like I should probably point out that, as it turns out, Dan could have come to lunch. Uh, yeah, like, I could have done. Chose not to. <laughs> yeah, chose not to. Uh, I, yeah, so th- I, I didn't get on with it because there's lots of things that didn't make sense to me, and apparently I haven't got your mind, Mike. Um, to be <laughs> able to keep this. into many people. Yeah, have. no. Yeah. Um, lots of things didn't make sense to me. So, like Danny's, so The Shining is based around this whole precognitive ability or t- telepathy or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Danny's the one that's got it. The uh, Shining, yeah, The Shining. That is, but yet the film's about Jack kind of going mad. Is it? 
It's not really about him. Well, it is, though. It's not really about Danny. He's about, really, if you want to get into it, I think it's more about the hotel than anything else. And there's so many things I don't understand about that as well. So, like, where did the bartender come from? He's an imaginary. He's in Jack's head. Yeah, but... It's supposed to or be, is a ghost. It's or supposed ghost. to be Danny that's got the shining, and he's the one that's supposed to have this. Pre- but again, it's the hotel, and he's Danny's Jack's, dad. Jack's actively fighting against the spirits. That's why you've got that scene where he's like lying down and he's asleep, and he's just going because <laughs> he's because he's like fighting against the spirits that are attacking so, him. But why again? Why, why can't the shining have been about Jack then? If he's seen all these visions and because it's not like, really about any one thing. Yeah. This, this is why I didn't like it. This is why I don't get on with it. We're gonna have to get in the fucking cliff notes. Next week's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it's just it's Stephen King's got a bit of a a bit of a thing for looking at horror through the eyes of a child. So that's why the story's about yeah. that. Right, and he's that, very very good at writing children. That's yeah, and that's another thing. This film wasn't a horror. Yes, it was. What was hot? Like Gen- genocide's pretty fucking <laughs> horrific. Did you not see that woman in the bath with all the fucking mouldy flesh? <laughs> that, yeah. Mother? And what was that about? <laughs> what? Right. Seriously, what? Like, I, don't, okay. Don't go in room two, three, seven. Right. Finally, you end up in there. There's a naked chick. I'm like, yeah, all right. I could, but why? Like, stop me from going there. Okay. All of a sudden she turns manky and horrible Rude. for no reason though. That is fucking vile too, man. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> I didn't need to see her like chasing him like, out the door. All I like to see, all I've, all I've had to see is the rotting bit, and then she's in the bath, and I was like, Ugh, and I was eating at the point. And I was like, oh, oh no. Mike, Mike, Mike had half a chub. I did have <laughs> half a chub. I was like, hello, this is good. They're like, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna think, and, and I, and I watched the the original cut because I'm cheap and didn't want to spend a four pound on the other version. They could like only a, have for two like, days. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Amazon and Sony. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, maybe there's like an extended sex scene. This would be quite kinky. And then I was watching, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You no, better hope there's not an extended sex scene. <laughs> yeah, he just it. goes... Ah, fuck it, I'm here now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I had a fine heart. <laughs> I had to close my eyes well, and it'll yeah. feel the same. Well, okay, so, so room, room 237 is, is obviously of fundamental importance. It's kind of the turning point. It's where Jack finally like, fully commits to, oh, no, I'm, I'm going to go mental. It's kind of the thing that really tips him over the edge. But what's really interesting is that the, the patterns on the floor are different. Oh, right. I don't want to be looking at patterns on floors. I just want right, the entire <laughs> fucking interior. The entire interior of that room is completely different. And is if it? you if you know anything about biology, it matches. Yeah, the do. Co- all right, all right. Full king of jizz. <laughs> <Yeah>. Calm down. <laughs> it mimics the color patterns that um, either animals will wear to to show that they're toxic. So oh, like okay. caterpillars and stuff will is wear. That, was that the purple and orange carpet? Green. Uh, the purple green. The purple and green, green, green carpet. Sorry, also, yeah. everything's really smooth, and it kind of represents if you if you look at it in a certain way it does represent intercourse but that's another thing the whole room <laughs> my intercourse ain't smooth the whole room is super symmetrical too <laughs> yeah so yeah, knows, yeah. Too. and it kind of flows See, it normally pills to me so. everything's pointing towards the bathroom and that's where I think it, it also mimics the kind of um, like a picture you know what a picture plant is no so a picture plant is like it's 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 a it's a plant in the jungle that's shaped like a jug right and it's got really re- no it's got really beautiful <laughs> flowers and it's got this this basically oh, stomach yeah, yeah. acid I know the one you mean. Yeah, and yeah. flies will go into it and they'll fall in <laughs> now these pheromones are like whatever those flies are it's like they're sex pheromones so they're like oh no there's a, like, a sexy lady in here so it's literally like that room it's like a pitcher plant that room is this dangerous toxic environment that is using sex to make men go over the edge and continue the cycle of violence because that's what the hotel wants oh that's that's 
far too. I just want to watch a story. God damn it! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't, that don't be was... sorry. This is probably like this is the insights why I didn't get on with it because apparently there's a so. I don't mind there being a sub narrative and things to be aware of. I quite enjoy that. Yeah. But I don't like sub-narratives of sub-narratives of things that you might think is happening, of things that could be happening, of things that did happen. I oh, my brain doesn't work like that. I, I also just watch it. I also think, oh god, this is right. This is this is peak wanky, right? <laughs> I also think it's a clever invention. Dan, put your trousers back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my eye. For fuck's sake. Um, I think it's an inversion of the Cthulhu mythos. You love Cthulhu. I fucking don't you? love the Cthulhu. I lo- not just Cthulhu. I love. I love the h- whole idea of the Elder Gods and non-Euclidean geometry and stuff like that. And that's that's why I mean it's an inversion. <coughs> so in, what you'd normally do, it, it, if this was H.P. Lovecraft's The Shining, then you, it, you'd have you'd have all these elder signs everywhere and, and shit, and, and everything would disappear. But ev- when you get to the the weirdness of it, everything would be non-Euclidean, which means like non-standard geometry. Everything would be at wafty angles, and you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Thank you. I whereas, didn't know what that meant. <laughs> whereas what Kubrick does is he presents it everything's really symmetrical and it's kind of this inversion of that and, and I like the idea Kubrick fucking loves an inversion and that's mm. that's what I meant by the as above so below the world the world beyond the veil is the, it represents what's going on above the world it's the upside down from Stranger Things do you know that's kind of the best way of explaining it but he kind of does this um and, and and it's literally up in the mountains. There's a story that H.P. Lovecraft wrote um, called In the Mountains of Madness, and it talks about a group of people who went mad and killed each other and ate each other. Um, and if you remember when they're in the car, she's like in front of a kid, which is fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, like, like, do you remember those group of people that fucking killed each other and ate each other? Yeah. Also in that... Also, no, no, no. It's even, it's even worse. She's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Um, turn cannibalistic. And he's like, oh, doesn't that mean they eat each other? Yeah, she's like, yes, well done. Well, yeah. cookie. Yeah, exactly. Incidentally, Danny in the book is super fucking clever. Yeah. They don't really portray that in the film very well. He's not in this one. <laughs> <laughs> the, and it, the, that's another thing that bugged the crap out of me. Like, what value did that bring? What? Talking to his finger? Well, no, just the whole Tony, like... Well, Tony's just the way he sort of rationalises the shining. The manifestation of his power. Apparently yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Lloyd just improvised that. Uh, he thought he was making a drama the whole yeah, time, by yeah. the way. Apparently, yeah, Kubrick didn't want to traumatise yeah, Kubrick kept saying, you're going to see stuff that's going to upset you. Remember, yeah. it's just like a storybook. It, it's not real. And there's a scene where, where he's not even... I think in the Colorado land, where Wendy's carrying him out. Yeah, that's, that's a, a dummy. dummy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to keep the kid out. I didn't wonder why he was so fucking prone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> well, that kid's just going, no. Like a three-year-old when you're trying to pick Planking. him up. Planking. No. <laughs> 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 so help me understand what was up with um, Jack being in the photo at the end uh, well because it was you know where basically the I feel like the hotel absorbs people like he's uh-huh. always been there do you know what mm. I mean like it like what Mike was saying about it replaying again and again and again like kept, the same thing keeps happening and that's the what spirit, might, the that's- spirit inhabited Jack's body in, in my in my vision of it this spirit of genocide and, and this ongoing violence it went to it went to achieve its purpose. It it left it left the hotel, so therefore the source of power is getting weaker. It gets lost in the maze. Danny escapes. The hotel obviously knows this in a spiritual sense. The the two people we were trying to kill have escaped, but also we've killed a black man who's representative of this underclass. 
So we've, uh, we've, we've, we've completed the blood sacrifice. Again, sorry, he, he doesn't die in the book. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's because uh, he's got The Shining and would have seen it coming, unlike in the film. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I feel like The Shining's a bit <clears throat> abstract, though, so it doesn't tell you exactly. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not. Like, it's not spider sense. <laughs> it's not like what? It's, like this text it's, it's not anything. Apparently, <laughs> right? So, it's but anyway, so, so, so the blood sacrifice has happened. So you're not. So the spirit. <laughs> the spirit. You know, the, the hotel would love to have killed the the, the son and uh, the daughter and uh, sorry, the son and, and and wife as well. But they've escaped. The hotel knows this. It's sated with the blood of of the underclass that it that it's murdered. So it just leaves Jack's body, leaving a husked out corpse freezing in the middle of the snow. That is a great end scene. And I, get <laughs> to I, I, I do love that's that. That's the meme everyone posts <laughs> yeah. as soon as it snows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it's, not, it's uh, not the original ending, though, is it? There's a deleted scene of the actual ending. Is there? There's beyond that. Uh, yeah, really? Yeah, Stuart Ullman visits uh, Danny and Wendy in the hospital and yeah, says nothing supernatural's been found, the body's not been found, and on the way out, he gives Danny the... That's the extended version there. Yeah. But they, uh, Kubrick cut that. It was, that was in the, when it was originally released... And then after a couple of weeks... How fucking wanky and overblown does the scene have to be for Stanley Kubrick to go, no, that's taking it too far. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but it, it, oh, it's, it's in the Guinness Book I've of Records. I've full wanker that. there. Let's take that out. <laughs> it's in the Guinness Book of Records for scenes. They're basically right. scenes in the Guinness Book of Records for 127 takes. And every <laughs> single one of them would make a great poster. <laughs> and all the way through it, even uh, the, the Here's Johnny took 60 takes... And multiple days, and a lot of the problem was that apparently Jack Nicholson was working as a part-time fireman at the time and kept smashing the door down yeah. too easily. <laughs> also, <laughs> also Kubrick didn't get the "Here's Johnny" reference at all no. because he's English, <laughs> and indeed he knew nothing of Johnny Carson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Three Little Pigs routine as well. Nicholson just made it up. Yeah, oh, that spot. was a great scene. I loved yeah. that. That whole that whole bit was brilliant. He's coming so, around again. This is in the this is in this is in the t- the uh, documentary room two three seven, but um, around. The, around the same time, or rather the references that he's making, one of the first Disney cartoons is the Three Little Pigs um, that they, they remade into like a cartoon. And at one point, the wolf dresses up. As Jack Nicholson. Dress- no, no, no. He dresses up as like a Jewish stereotype. So he's wearing like a big coat. He's got a big nose and, and like and like their hair and glasses. And they like, they the pigs shut him out and like basically push him on his ass. And this was during the time when Disney were being incredibly like anti-Semitic and being like really kind of out of order. But again, the Jewish people are an underclass because of because of genocide. So it's just another weird little link into kind of this constant cycle of violence. You said about a Disney thing. There were Disney links to this as well. I didn't actually spot. I'm not going to claim credit for these. I went and found them. But apparently, in, in a lot of the Pixar films, there are references to this film. Toy this, Story 3, Sid's carpet is the same as... Sid's the same as the Overlook Hotel in yeah. yes. Toy Story 3. Yeah. And the garbage truck has a licence plate of RM237. Yeah. And Trixie chats to a dinosaur dinosaur with a screen name of Velocity Star 237 as well. Yeah. So Pixar have been using it. Interesting. So I don't know if someone yeah. in the crew is linked or something. I don't or just know. a massive fan. Yeah. Um, the snow maze scene was fucking beautiful. Really was, yeah. yeah. I mean, we could say that about literally any scene in this it's film. It's that same but... kind of shot, isn't it? The same as the corridor shots, following, yeah. following the character. Because you feel like you're playing <laughs> the corner with the character. It's so Huge close well. and ethereal. Yeah. Like, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah. 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 But we'll, uh, no, we'll, we'll wait. Someone's <laughs> going to point it out, I'm sure. No, but oh, I mean d- what was used. No, <laughs> the oh, fact okay. that 
Are we on to continuity? <laughs> no, not yet. All right, we'll leave it there. I, I want to get on to the, the whole music or the soundtrack. I, I That was the biggest waste of... I hated that the most. <gasps> I, I can forgive some of the undertones and things like that. I haven't got a political mind or I haven't got this way of looking at the world through rose-tinted glasses or wh- whatever it might be that, you know, you have to see this film to enjoy it. <laughs> that I Fine, I accept that. There were some beautiful shots... Jack Nicholson's acting was great. Wendy's or whatever name was was shit. Um, Danny was pointless. But at the same time, the music was the most... (laughs) Sorry, people. I'm just getting a photo taken. I have an Overlook Hotel mug on a shining (laughs) coaster. (laughs) (laughs) Biggest hypocrite here. Doesn't fucking deserve it. I should have given him a shit cup. (laughs) The the, the music was the worst for me. Like, there was... Times when it was trying to build suspense for no reason. So she was walking through it. Like the, the whole bit that you brought up earlier when um, she was walking down towards him and he's typing and all that. It was like something was going to explode like with the amount of tension it was trying to draw. It and did. all he did was just pull out a sheet of paper from the typewriter. Yeah, that's, that's good though. That's subverting your expectations. I, what, what did I write? I, something along the lines of the sound crew or whatever. Just wrote bullshit, bullshit, oh, bullshit, yeah. bullshit. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> What fucking happened? Did the sound crew get a load of new toys to play with and just decided to use all of them? Soundtrack, do not like. <laughs> Pretty much that. <laughs> it was. So about the typewriter, there's a rumour that uh, Kubrick himself typed the 500 pages of the Bullshit. work and all play. But, Bullshit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You don't see all 500 anyway, you only see about four of them. But... <laughs> No, that's extended cut. Last exit to nowhere. Just all, all five hundred pages. Last exit to nowhere. Do that as a t-shirt. It's fucking beautiful. Nice. Yeah. Oh, nice plug. Uh, oh, that was an accident. <laughs> are they are they paying us? No. I read they, about the, they do good, uh, do good shirts. They do amazing shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I read about the Timberland Lodge as well, the hotel that was used for the exterior shots, asking for the room number to be changed because they had a two one seven and they were worried about. Yeah, the that's right because it's different in the book. Yeah, yeah it's two one seven. Yeah, so they made it two three seven, which doesn't exist in the hotel. Good to know. It is. Yeah, Stephen King wrote the, the, the hotel that inspired it is the Stanley Hotel. Uh, I think it's in Colorado or something. It's amazing. I'd love to go there. It looks fucking amazing. It's a beautiful hotel. It is. Yeah. I, um, on our honeymoon, actually, we stayed in um, the Royal York Yours Hotel. Yours and Dan's. Yeah, mine and Dan's. <laughs> I thought that for a second. I was like, what was I? <laughs> well, well, I guess you kept slipping you roofies. You won't remember it. Oh, that, that would explain it. Well, we stayed in the uh, the Royal uh, the Royal York Hotel in York, and it's, it really reminded me of the Overlook. Like, we went wandering around the hotel at night just to, like, wandering down <laughs> corridors and shit. You didn't bump into two identical-looking girls. Only twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not in the book either, by the way. <laughs> yeah, um, and apparently the cast weren't uh, especially happy with Kubrick. There's a lot of re- no, there seems to be a lot him. of resentment for it. Uh, apparently Nicholson turned down misery. Yeah, well, uh, Nicholson said um, working with Kubrick was one of the greatest experiences of his life, but he would never do it again. Yeah, yeah. Just like I will never watch The Shining again. <laughs> maybe you should. <laughs> no. After everything I've told you, yeah, do you maybe not, now you want to watch it with a different also, eye. Also, there's there's mentalness that happens. When you, this is fucking crazy. When you play the, they they did a screening of the film where they played the film overlaid with itself, going backwards. So you're playing the film, and then you've got it from the from the back reversed. And the shit that happens, the way the movie syncs up, is like that's not that's not coincidence. So yes, like, it is. No, it's I really don't believe not. Kubrick thought about it that much that he wrote it so it played backwards. As I well. mean, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No. 
people just want to see stuff. It's like most things you tell them, oh, there's a ghost in here. Oh, I'm scared there's a ghost. Like, there's no such fuck ghosts. Dad, tell me there's a ghost in here. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know. I'm. I hate myself for saying it because I want to enjoy The Shining. It's a classic film for whatever reason people find in it, but I just don't like it. Uh, you got an audio account, right? Yes. Um, I'll send you a link to this book uh, called The Shining. Called, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Stanley Kubrick and Me, and it was written by his assistant. And you listen to that, and then you tell me if you don't think that he knew exactly what he was doing the whole time. Really? In yeah, every film like really. he makes. The man was meticulous. Oh, God. To I, a fault. He, even even Nicholson throwing a tennis ball across the lounge was over 40 takes. Yeah, and that was his idea as well. Yeah. That was, The script <laughs> simply said, Jack is not writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we could have had 40 takes of him just having a wank. <laughs> Maybe on, maybe on a chaise lounge. I've scene. never watched the special edition. Maybe that's what it is. Can we not ask your wife? It's like maybe, her favourite yeah. film. It's an extra 30 minutes. Jack just banging one out, <laughs> spaffing on his own hand. Spaffing. <laughs> you just got approval of the king of jizz. <laughs> now, now he's into it. Spaffing, I'm in. I'm yeah. in. Yeah. I never noticed this spaffing. <laughs> Was there jizz? <laughs> I deliberately yeah, there's an alternate cut where those those elevator doors open. And I it's deliberately not watched the director's cut in the hopes that it might be jizz coming out of the elevator. <laughs> I was sorely disappointed. It looked like a... According to you, the whole thing's jizz, though, isn't it? It is fucking jizz. Stupid film. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I stupidly did uh, start writing down things that didn't make sense, much like you did then. Yeah, no. As I was watching it, I started jotting things down, and then... Afterwards, there's some about really interesting. I mean, I immediately wrote down that's way too much luggage to fit in a VW Beetle. <laughs> 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 Why didn't it break down 30 times on the way up that hill? <laughs> Air cooled engine, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And then obviously, the hotel layout, but yeah, we went to Oldman's, Oldman's office and there was a window to the outside. That's not possible, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, yeah. as soon as I started reading about it, I thought, just cross the yeah, whole it's lot out, it's no, not worth it. There's a bit where Jack comes out the gold room, or he's going to the gold room. No, he's coming out of the gold room after Wendy runs in there and tells him that there's someone in the hotel. He comes wandering out of the gold room and there's three mirrors on the wall. The first one, he walks past, the perspective is completely wrong. Like he shouldn't be where he is in the mirror. Yeah. The second one is normal and he's not in the third one at all. And you wonder why I didn't get on with this. No, but <laughs> Maybe it's literally, that's what you should have. It's literally engineered to make you feel that way. Yeah. Like there's a hundred things you might not have noticed it on like a, a um, what's the word I'm looking for a subconscious no you might have noticed a, you might not have noticed it yeah noticed it on like a conscious level but there's there's like hundreds of little things to make you feel uneasy and make you not like it because it's supposed to make you feel like Ugh, not good but again there's so so I've just written back through my notes and it's just like, like why does she no fifty times? <laughs> <laughs> no, I Why is your screen broken? Like why does she why does she start seeing stuff towards the end? Like if it's supposed to be a f- so It's a supernatural hotel full of ghosts. No, but that's not what it's about. Like it's it called is. the shining. 
Because Danny's got the shiny. You're you so obsessed you with this know. one part of it's the film. About, you You're so no obsessed idea. with this one part of the film. The kid happens to be psychic. A few people happen to be a bit psychic, right? You need to accept that in the universe. <laughs> the film isn't about that. The film is about ghosts, basically. It's Supernatural like... forces. Yes, there is. <laughs> he walks into a fucking room of them. Yeah, what do you think? Having a party. Are they ghosts or in his head? They're both! Yeah. Oh my god, you can't put both. That's not the right answer. <laughs> Tell me you don't, don't like that whole gold room scene with the party and that. No, I preferred the one from fucking Ready Player One. And why do you think he's so at ease with these ghosts? Because he's already become part of the fucking hotel. Yeah. He's part of the fabric now. Yes. Oh, no. You're, no. <laughs> you're yeah. not going to sell me on this. It's. Don't need to. You're wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you already know, knows Lloyd's name when he walks in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did like the bit. Uh, well, I didn't like the bit, but the whole. Um, <laughs> when he calls him Doc, and like. <laughs> when he goes, oh, how did you know we called him Doc? I, don't know, I did just. I thought I heard you say it. That was the bit you liked. Yeah. Had the whole film. <laughs> I straight up thought the kid was racist, by the way, because <laughs> well, the first time he looks up at him, there's like this. <laughs> and the kid's like, <gasps> you know, like, is this the first time you've seen a black gentleman? Because you're acting very strangely. As you pointed out earlier, they do drop the N bomb. They do uh, drop the N bomb. Yeah. That's on my notes. That was the next thing I was going to say. I literally they went the N bomb. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> it's amazing how uncomfortable it makes you yeah, feel. It's really uncomfortable. Yeah. And I've seen that film loads of times, but every time you see it, you're still like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, very strange. It was a different time. And, it, and again, and again, <laughs> but again, it's the language used with used for hate. It's sure, the language used yeah. for oppression. I'm just going to keep on backing up my theory. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, loads of lovely, really, really lovely shots in the way. I, I love the shot uh, when uh, Wendy comes outside and she's sort of running with the the isolation of that shot. It's, Apart from the fact she's running through nine she's million She's running times. like the Steven knife. Seagal, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> with a knife. She also, she, wants the angled knife. she also says, the first time they walk outside, she also, again, just backing up my fucking theory, she says, um, last one last one out um, has to clean up America. And it was based on the adverts where people were like littering. There was an advert where pe- people would be littering and then you'd see an Indian guy in full garb and he'd How shed, do you know he'd shed a single tear because oh yeah that advert's screens. really famous it's really it? yeah, it's parodied all the time it's parodied in the Simpsons like, like, I spend a lot of time sleeping so. <laughs> <laughs> mostly through this film he watched the first bit he woke up towards the end what the fuck is this <laughs> why is this kid psychic <laughs> <laughs> why is he talking to his finger apparently they lose 900 tonnes of salt and yeah, polystyrene for the, la- for the last scene as yeah well, for it made me feel really uncomfortable. Like, must you with asthma, like yeah. breathing that in? Yeah. I, I, I kind of felt more for the slugs. I'm, I'm guessing it was a bit of a wipeout. If we'd just like to take this minute just to point out Chris's charity and <laughs> save, save the slugs. slugs.org. <laughs> <laughs> for just five pounds a month, you can protect a lowly lettuce slug. <laughs> and you can make that payable to After Horror Podcast. <laughs> that's going to be a Patreon level <laughs> support the, the slug saver yeah. <laughs> unfortunately there is already a fan base of people called slugs for a web series called prepare to try so we can't call them we can't call our little chocolate hams we've, slugs. Got, we've got it anyway chocolate <laughs> hams is the name <laughs> we haven't called you that in a while haven't yeah. we little chocolate hams hope you're sticking by with us it's been a bit more serious than usual man I prefer slugs now it's fucking about well, <laughs> there's already a fan base of people I know slugs <laughs> can't have I it. think that's why I like it <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we can. We, you can't have it. Oh, what now? <laughs> we go to the Potter route and call them slug horns. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs>
Just slugs. <laughs> it comes it's going to end some cuddly slug wearing an authority. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Slurms Mackenzie. <laughs> so we're going to forego the whole continuity. Uh, let's just talk about some, because some of them are really weird. Like, um, the biggest one is the fact that w- during the big aerial shot going into the hotel in the beginning, you see it from above and... Everywhere around it, there's no fucking maze. Yeah. yeah. And yet the maze is huge and a massive part of the and film. right next to the hotel. And price. right next to the hotel, yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's there's many of those sides of things. Like Even right down to um, in the um, the interview at the beginning with Ullman and Jack, um, his pen seems to dance across the table like it's going out of fashion. Like, um, I wonder if that's spelling out a word. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Dan's a wank. <laughs> Kubrick can't fucking direct for shit. Uh, wow. His millions and millions of dollars would speak otherwise, but that's fine. Also, it's because there's fucking idiots like you that read into it. <laughs> <laughs> see all this see fucking, the subtext. Yeah, see all this fucking, oh, it's about black oppression. What the fuck, and- do, what the fuck <laughs> do you think he did? He was just like, oh, just chuck one over there, do a bit of that, oh, put that artwork up, that'd be a laugh. Hey, fucking it, knows it. It works for Tarantino. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knows? Like I just—he did, and most of the people who know the film feel that way. So I know I'm alienating myself from a lot of people here by saying that. <laughs> Someone has to be the voice. It's all right, of you and you and Instagram dickheads can, can be <laughs> lovely friends. That is actually what I call Dan. <laughs> Instagram dickhead. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wondered why you kept saying that. <laughs> but you've started to like, answer to it. I know. For ages, I was like, is he talking to me? Uh, no, he can't be talking to me. Better just answer. I think he's what I'm going to answer. <laughs> hey, you call me cunt. Yeah, I do. So, um, how are we going to... We're going to review it. We're going to give it a score. Well, I, I just feel like it goes without saying. And 100% get it watched. I, I, I would honestly say like 99.9% of the people listening to a horror podcast are going to like... The Shining. It's not horror. It is, though. So it's not. By your own Dan, definition, it's not a real human being. <laughs> by your own definition, Dan, the first time you came on this podcast, you said a horror film has to be something to do with the supernatural. This film, oh, is- no, 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 you no, said that. No, 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 no. Let me just clear this up. None of us said that. I said that somebody said that to me one time. Oh, did you? Yeah, it wasn't Dan. No, sure? it definitely yeah, yeah, isn't a, a supernatural Somebody film. once said to me my, that in order for something to be a horror film, it has to contain some kind of I apologise and retract my statement. Which I'm probably big enough man to know when I'm wrong, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I said, well, you know, if if you denote a horror, then Jurassic Park's a horror film. By, it is. I, I agree. I agree, yeah, I would say so. But and that's it, what we're watching next. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> but The Shining is not a horror. Okay. Man, I am so I'm kicked off this okay. podcast. <laughs> we can edit that out. I'm going to get, get Barry in again. Yeah, Barry's going to... He's, he's Car- Carlos chat. is coming back in. Apparently it was me that should have been kicked off. <laughs> come back, Carlos. Yeah. Everything is forgiven. Hashtag come back, Carlos. <laughs> you shoot the shit out of the DVDs. I don't care. At least you like the film. <laughs> Speaking of um, hashtags, yes. have we had a little look at the hashtag AH uh, Yeah, podcast? one person entered... For shame. And it's our friend. Oh, for shame. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I guess we give it to him then. Yeah, we're going to have to, yeah. Uh, all right. You can't welch on a competition prize. Well, there you go. You could have won a copy of Mandy. Well, it was David but, Cheer, by the way. It was David yeah. Cheer. Yeah. I, I did see. Because you're a bell end. Yeah, that's uh, at David <laughs> underscore Cheer. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go and look at his weird beard and dressing gown. But the best part of this is his, he doesn't like horrors. 
No, let's get it. Let me get this. Uh, let, let me tell you, right? Cheer, me and Cheer used to watch horrors together. Oh, I know. Like all the time. Yes. Dude, we were obsessed. Like his bedroom, I remember just being, it was like a homage to every yeah. horror film. But then you, suddenly. Did you spend a lot turned, of time in his bedroom, Dan? Yeah, yeah of course we, I yeah. did. We, he, um, I spent he, a lot of time in his bedroom. He turned okay. into a massive tit <laughs> <laughs> and stopped watching horror films. Like out and out, just stopped. He said he was, uh, they scared him. Or the, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said that to me. <laughs> God, cheer! You're such a tear. <laughs> but yeah, so like the yeah, only congratulations though the you only winner or Mandy. the only entry and the winner of Mandy is somebody who self claims doesn't like and doesn't watch horrors. Yeah, I love it. And strangely, is a friend of ours. Just, just like no, our friend he's of a friend ours who's strange. Also won the fucking competition to watch the film, which wasn't a competition. We're going to do it every five episodes. But we're starting to look really biased. <laughs> it's purely coincidental. One person entered the competition. That's, yeah, so come on, listeners. Are you we listening definitely, or not? Right, hang on. We, we definitely, definitely... Let's just have a little... Right, I'm on Twitter. A-H-Pod. Oh. I only did Instagram. No, I've looked at both. Oh, there's an A-H-Podcast. Yeah, there is, yeah. They can get fucked. Yeah, they can. They have to change their name. <laughs> A-H-Pod.com. Um, okay, that's 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 that one guy. That's true. On Twitter, with his terrible dressing gown. So uh, remind me, what's he got? He's got the Terminator head. Yeah, the um, Phantasm ball. Yeah, he's got the Lament configuration box. And yeah, um, oh, that's, I, I knew there was Lamar. something there that he because <laughs> it was like, oh, post it with your favourite horror thing. I'm like Terminator, maybe. Um, but yeah, the the Lament box was. I was like, oh, you saved yourself there. It's not hard, guys. All we asked was you take a picture. <laughs> bunch of bunch of wankers. <laughs> You're less chocolatey than usual, hands. Yeah, yeah. It's smelling pretty gammony in here, if I'm honest. No, that's me again. <laughs> I fucking love gammon, though. Right, hang on. Not, I'm doing, not, I'm I, doing I, one last. Delete, you can't do that. You almost. Uh, I hate gammon. I love jizz, though. <laughs> <laughs> you suddenly set me up. I hate gammon. I like cum, though. <laughs> Hang on, AH Podcomp has five posts. Yeah, oh, most yeah. of them are me. Three of <laughs> yeah, us. Exactly. And two of them are that guy. Yeah, well, one of them's him, and then the one I reposted. Brilliant. Just to remind people, there was a competition going on. Yeah. That, that you've now sucked out of. <laughs> it's all right, we'll run another one, you won't enter. Yeah. <laughs> but I do notice you advertise stickers, and people are jumping for them like mad. That's because they're free. You, yeah, but so is Mandy. No, but they actually had to do something for Mandy. <laughs> You lazy fucking chocolate hams. <laughs> Listen to our show. That's get what that, berated. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what people want to get utterly fucking they berated. They love being abused, I'm sure. That's exactly um, what I would like from my podcast. Well, look, get it watched. Oh, 100% yeah, get it watched. Yeah, get it watched. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to them. Don't waste your time. Come on, get Dan, it let's fucking watched. Don't waste your time. Um, no, it depends. If you've got... Some weird minds like brain of a child. Don't watch it. Exactly. (laughs) There was no Transformers or explosions in this film. Michael Bay rules. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even see one Ninja Turtle. (laughs) On three. One, two, three. Michael Bay. <laughs> Look, I know. I, I I said to the guys before we started this, I'm gonna get slated because yep. I'm the only person apparently in the world <laughs> who doesn't have a mind capable of understanding this film. Please join my gang. Anti shining. There's at least one other person that didn't like it. So. Oh yeah, but 
It is a wanker. Which, are, which, are, <laughs> which I actually now think is Dan pseudonym. <laughs> I so should have done that. <laughs> Start a whole new Not bike. Dan AH. <laughs> Catfish dude, like, but <laughs> from a film point of view. Picture of a Slovenian girl <laughs> at the beach. <laughs> no posts. Those except nudes that one. totally gave it away. <laughs> I'd recognise that peachy butt anyway. <laughs> So, uh, what we're going to watch next week? Uh, we're In two weeks' time, sorry. We're going to watch something really fucking awful next week. Oh, really? Just for the shits and giggles. Just to get over the yeah. magnificence that was. Are we ready? Yeah, go on. Bye-bye, man. Oh, no. Yeah. Never heard of it. Dude. Dude, it's bad. Why? Why can't we just watch a good film? You'll probably it? fucking enjoy it. Right turns up. Who says oh. bye bye? Someone dies. Dob done. Credit. Story Last makes one. sense. I fucking, I fucking loved it. Acting <laughs> top notch. Top notch acting. Everyone that. said how they felt. It was fine. There was no sub meanings or sub fucking context. Disturb was on the soundtrack. Nice one. Someone, someone totally juiced in their hand. Wiped it on their face. Job's good. Good. It's like saying about Mary where it's hanging on her hair. Brilliant, that one. Bye bye, man. I'm looking. Good film because there was something about Mary. Good title. It was spat. Weren't misleading. <laughs> <laughs> weren't misleading in the slightest this one I don't know what it's fucking about it should have been called Ghost Hotel some kind of psychic kid with a finger that talks <laughs> <laughs> fucking subtext shit Star Wars like it in the stars bit of a war going on fucking, like it fucking yes, like is my favourite Star Wars <laughs> I'm not fucking admitting to that. I fucking love that film. Oh, I fucking hate that one. There's not even a ghost in it. <laughs> yeah. 13 ghosts, brilliant. Because there's it, so many ghosts there in was it. There's no menace. 12. Because no, that's ghost of a menace. See? <laughs> I can be deep. <laughs> you all fucking dicks. <laughs> like the Jedi strikes back. Yeah. Luke gets a lightsaber, literally strikes back. I love it. I can assure you that not a single one of us is fucking dicks. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> well, I've just looked it up on the internet. IMDb 4.3. That's actually that's actually high. Yeah, the first review is one star. <laughs> say say bye-bye to decent horror films. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, is that not the most annoying thing in the world? They didn't like this one film, so they're just going to say, well, that's it. Horror films are terrible now. I didn't like this film. All horror films now are terrible. <laughs> You right? No. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, I guess that wraps everything up then. Go and go and watch the Shining. Yeah. Uh, comment, comment, comment at us. Oh, get in touch with us. What you should do quickly is go and see Overlord because it's great. That's a tangent, but okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, we didn't do it at the beginning. Yeah. We kind of got sidetracked. Well, sorry. We found out that you were ill. And that's then, all the important and, yeah, and then you start gathering and then you talked about Shining <laughs> yeah. for 45 minutes that's all my little chocolate hands and now we're going home. how's Mike doing how's the heart of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't very well thanks for asking my little chocolate he's, hands he's not joking <laughs> I had noticed that I gave him a sticker and he's drawn a little heart around it <laughs> with his name and I am the king chocolate ham. I'm the king ham. <laughs> the king, king of hams. Ham. Yeah. Uh, also, before I forget, and Dan's pointing at me. <laughs> <laughs> so before I, yeah, remind you. I just want to give a little plug to uh, the guy that did our logo because he's a fucking awesome dude. Um, he's, 
uh, Twitter name is at Jaws nineteen show. That's the number nineteen, not the word. He's so, gonna get. A, he's gonna get a shout out in the credits anyway. Yeah. Hopefully, this episode will have credits. They totally should get yeah. it. He made, he made a short ten minute horror film. <clears throat> it's great. Go see it. Excellent. We mean to do it for ages, yes. but. We've been watching shit films and um, <laughs> talking about them. <laughs> Someone get him a gag. George, yeah. ni- George 19, there better not be any fucking subtext in your film because I swear to God. Do you try to be clever? <laughs> Dan can't watch it now. <laughs> I feel like I've yeah set myself up like I can't watch films with subtext. I really can. Well, Just this one. So I don't get stand. Like, as I said at the beginning, Clockwork Orange is the worst film I've ever watched in my life. What the fuck is, is wrong with you? You wait till you watch Bye Bye Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. let me just tell you. Next week, next next episode, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Dad's gonna come in in complete silence, set up, just sit there with his arms crossed. What's up, Dan? Then right at the end, he'll go get it watched. <laughs> <laughs> but in all fairness, like, what was it? We were, um, what was it? We watched the other like, and you didn't like it. Oh, um. Uh, fucking the, the pumpkin. Oh, trick, trick or treat. Trick or treat. No, well, you, was, you didn't I like it. Ambivalent and it, yeah. you pretty much sat there and it was the, the least you've spoken. And your excuse was, I'm making a conscious effort not to talk I so was. much. Yet you like this film and nobody's got a word in Edgeways. Well, I'm very fucking sorry. <laughs> I had to fill in all the fucking subtext you missed. I'm <laughs> ill. We are going to need some sort of sound for inverted commas because they, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they get used an awful lot and there's absolutely no way of telling if you're listening. Also, by the way, just as a little update, I have bought a uh, train whistle on eBay. So that might be merch at some point. So that's nice. And Mike has blown into it, so if any of you men want his mic, like Mike's mouth around yours, yeah, that's a thing. We've still not received any dick pics. No, we haven't. No, All very upsetting. I think we, you know, you hit the big time when you get dick pics. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, when, when I say none, I'm not including the ones Chris sent in. I oh, no, no, not those ones. They were really tastefully done, I like and them. I like the addition of the googly eyes. I like the cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Dracula fangs on the end. That was, that was clever. The little D, like in the Superman logo, yeah. like stuck to it. The lighting as well. I love the sub the subtext with the. Uh, <laughs> I love the tracking shot of yeah. the bell end. The, yeah. the symmetry of the balls was yeah representative. It was oppression. Is what it was. And I love the way you did one black and one white, just to make sure that both parties were included in the whole. Thing. One of them was wearing a dress, but had a penis on the penis. It was, <laughs> It was fully inclusive, and we 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 are yeah, absolutely we're, we're behind yeah. that. Well, it was an ode to Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> oh what? He's a massive dick. Yeah, <laughs> ode to Kubrick oh is just God. a video of someone wanking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never has Kubrick been slagged off so publicly before. <laughs> I'm sure he has. <laughs> There's probably a podcast solely dedicated to hating Kubrick. I'm joining it. If not, I'm starting it. I'm no, going to start you a like podcast. Metal jacket, so you can't. Oh, I do. Yeah. No. No, that's a brilliant film. Good. Yeah. No fucking subject there. Yeah, none at all. No. Oh, man, man shoot a fucking other man. I oh, think I'm done. I think we we may or may not have come up with a sign off last episode, but I forgot it. If we yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you're gonna do the you do the thing, and I'll do I'll do the sexy little sign off. Okay. Um, if you want to contact us, you can find us at Instagram at ah podcast. No. Damn it! <laughs> Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick sucks. That's the. <laughs> it's after horror podcast. A a h f t e r. Horror podcast.
Excellent. You put me on the spot. You're like, you can contact us and then look to me. Uh, what, about, ah! what about Twitter? Twitter is uh, at After Horror. Excellent. Um, email is on the Instagram, so just go look at that. Yeah, cool. Um, Facebook is there if you want to go. Yeah. Which you should because there's no one, no one likes or comments on anything apart from Dan's mate. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Jacobs, Hi, Aaron. for the record. Hi, so, Aaron. So that's it, yeah. Excellent. Um, until next time. Are you not going to say who you keep are? Keep liking jizz. That's, <laughs> that's not a sign At all. I thought you were going to say like your name. Oh, but again, my name's Paul. Cool. If you've forgotten it from an hour ago. My name's Dan. I've been Mike. I've been Chris. And remember, kids, the real horror is not understanding subtext. <laughs> <laughs>